Albion Parker racing tomorrow night, Steve. We've just mentioned that free-for-all race eight. It's a really good race night tomorrow night. And joining us each and every Friday, communications and membership manager for Albion Park, Kate Button. She's online with us now. Kate, good morning. Good morning, Chris. What's happening at the creek this weekend? Is it bonus bonanza race night? Yeah, it is. We're actually hosting our first bonus bonanza Saturday in the creek bar. It's Australia Day themed. We've got live music thanks to Spike, Prawns, and of course, most importantly, supporting our participants with over $3,000 in bonuses. So it's going to be a great night. Okay, sounds like it. It's another really solid race night as well. There's plenty of good races. We've got Governor Jujon stepping out, the free-for-all race eight. Away we go, the Group 1 winning two-year-old. He goes around, Manila Playboy goes around. So what's your best bet tomorrow night? Yeah, definitely got some nice horses in tomorrow night. Um, I'm actually looking for a bit of value, though, tomorrow night. So I'm going with Jewel of Peak in race five. Uh, sorry, race seven. Um, this mare is definitely looking at... Her form's better than um, it reflects. So I think Nerissa McMullen will be positive at start and look to find the top and therefore give Jewel of Peak a great chance at each way odds. OK, so race seven, number five, Jewel of Peak, your best bet. Will there be more to come tomorrow on the social pages? Yeah, most definitely. Have a look on the Creek Albion on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and they'll all be on there. OK, thanks again, Kate. We'll see you trackside. Thanks. See you then. When are you going to put white bait fritters on the menu there? <laughs> they are the best things ever, but the best things in New Zealand. So <laughs> we'll see. I know Wayne Wilson uh, used to talk to me about them. He said, you never tried white bait fritters. You haven't lived, son. I remember yeah, used to nothing say Nothing quite like them in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Kate. Thanks. Kate Butt joining us. Ryan Spice is joining us now. Of course, professional putter form analyst, Chris. Yeah, and he's online. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. Morning, mate. What have you found for the weekend? Uh, my best for the weekend comes in the form of Better Robin, which is racing at Milton on Saturday night. So it's race nine, number four. Currently $1.80 with Tab. She gets a front-line draw. Jack, the giant killer Callaghan, takes the reins for Belinda McCarthy, and I think this mare will dominate the race from the front end. Okay, so that's race nine, number four, Better Robin. Does she come out of that race that often gone one last week at Ballarat? She certainly did. She made a mid-race move, shuffled up, still hit the line, only beaten seven metres. Um, she's had two starts in Victoria and both runs have been off the charts. I think uh, she's found her race. Okay, so that's race nine, number four. Any thoughts on expensive ego tomorrow night? I think uh, Barrier 9 over that middle trip for Ego is absolutely perfect draw. Western Sonador will make a big play for the front, so he'll just slide through from the back row. Puppet will go around, sit in the breeze, or run to the top at some point, and second up from a spell, he'll, he'll be winning. Okay, so you're keen on him, expensive Ego. Trying to piece this puzzle for next week, the Hunter Cup, it's quite interesting. There's a prize drive up the grabs there next week, depending on how you look at it. Does Alfred stick with expensive ego? He's got options through Max Delight and will he go west? Uh, we know David Moran's committed to Lock and Navarat. You wouldn't think Jack Kelligan will drop, uh, drop off Spirit of St. Louis, given the, the run that he's on right now. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all shakes out next week. Yeah, it will be. I think barrier, barrier draw will come yeah. down to part of puppet thinking. Um, Luke will more than likely stick with King of Swing, but I mean, if Ego draws to dominate off the front, well, you know, there might even be a switch there. Mm. Well, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. $1.25 about King of Swing. Any interest? 
Oh, look, he'll he'll be winning. I think he's one to run through multis. Um, it's just good to see the the best horse in Australia back racing, or one of the best horses in Australia. Um, yeah, he'll be winning. Okay. And what about this free-for-all here at Albion Park tomorrow night? LL Cool J, gate six in a field of six, and he's been a little easy, 250 out from 215. Yeah, I think he'll drift out closer to $3, given the barrier and the, and the race setup where he'll be coming from last. Um, it's an exciting little race. I do definitely feel that Let's Catch Me If You Can is the horse to, to dictate the map. I think that uh, given how well that horse trialled and performed first up, I wouldn't be surprised if Nathan elects to hold the front and stomp out a big mile and is the one and is one of the horses most difficult to beat. Okay, so giving the one a good push there in that free-for-all tomorrow night. Is there anything else on the Albion Park program that uh, takes your fancy? Uh, it's a great program. There's definitely going to be a, a host of shorties that you could run together, such as Governor Jujon and Manila Playboy. But maybe one to get the weekend rolling is here... And the first race at Albion, that goes in not too long at all. 16 minutes, think, Ryan. Yeah, I think uh, the little horse, Diego Delago, will be leading and breaking his maiden status today. OK, so we've got the tip early. So uh, race one, number three, and that's, uh, that's not all that far mm. away. So we'll take the tip there. Hey, Ryan, really appreciate the time. Looking forward to the chat next week as we uh, count down to the, uh, the Hunter Cup. Cheers, mate. Dollar seventy that horse. Yeah, he's flying. He's been a runner-up his last three, and he's been so brave in each of those runs, Steve. So will today be the day? Okay, so how many starts has he had now, Chris? Twelve. Yeah. Twelve for five placings. Darren Clayton, I wonder if he's declared it as well. He joins us. Darren, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. Well, I haven't cleared it, Steve. I made it the second pick. I thought, what a sport. I might be able to upset the apple. Ah, part, battle but, of the wits uh, here. But, uh, yeah, certainly Diego Delgado, he's flying and um, he trialled well and then he's back to the races with three second placings. So that probably warrants the short quote. Your horse is 240. Yeah, well, I think it's a race in two, really. I think um, outside of those, the others are um, still a while off winning their first race. All right, well, let's focus on tomorrow night. And I think it's a really good program tomorrow night. There will be a few shorties, as Ryan just outlined. Governor Jujon looks a lock. Uh, Manila Playboy is a lock for mine. If if his trials are anything to go by, and I know trials are trials, but his last start victory was amazing, and he's followed that up with a couple of unbelievable trials. So if connections are serious about a Chariots of Fire campaign, he's a lock tomorrow night. What else takes your fancy? Yeah, is that uh, is that where they're headed, Chris, for a chariot to fire? I'm not sure. It's obviously be high on the radar as a four-year-old. Is that where they're headed? Well, that's that's what I've been told. I haven't spoken with connections myself, but I'm told that the chariots of fire is definitely on the radar. Yeah, well, like you say, so the first qualifier is next week. Yeah, well, if that's the case, he'll need to put forward a, a pretty strong showing tomorrow night. He gets every op- opportunity to. The trials have been absolutely super and that last start win over big wheels that was that was monstrous that was as as big a first over crush as you'll see um going sub 54 the last 800 so uh, he's certainly going to be tough to beat there tomorrow um in terms of a, a best i thought uh, it would come up for me in race three it's horse number two saucy dreams figure form not real flash but uh, i think there's a few excuses behind that 
was gate 12 over the 2100. Not really her go last time. That was her undoing. Um, she's had a few runs back from a break. Her run two starts back was from gate five. Um, Maywin's Courage dictated in front on that occasion. Maywin's Courage ran home in sub sub 55, about 54 and change. We know you can't really make grand from the back when they're doing that. Free rolling mare gets to the front. She's an equal uh, track record holder for the mares at Albion Park at the mile. Um, Leader Peter can do his thing. Okay, so race three, number two, Saucy Dreams. What else takes your fancy tomorrow night? Reading through that form reference, I thought in race two that uh, Maywin's Courage would be hard to beat. Um, early scratching, so he'll move in one spot from gate four down to three. Roll with Rocky, a good gate speed horse and in form. But this is a big step up, I thought, for Roll with Rocky. Whereas we look at Maywin's Courage, he carved it out in front two starts ago on a Tuesday. Um, 26 and, a, and, and change down the back and then home in 27 and change for that uh, strong last half. And then... Last time out, he was only beaten one metre behind Deus Ex. We see Deus Ex going head-to-head with Governor Dujon later in the card. He's a mile specialist, is Maywin's Courage, and I thought conditions were ideal for him again tomorrow night, race two, number four. Okay, so race two, number four. Governor Dujon, just too classy, race four? I think so. I think he gets to the front. A hoka chopper inside him. Um, Interesting listening to Ricky Thurlow earlier in the week when you spoke to him, just... You know, he's a versatile type and uh, he'll he'll just likely take the seat. Governor Dujon, he gets back to this grade, taking on free-for-all. Last time he was in this grade, two starts ago at Redcliffe, way too classy there. Um, he's been runner-up to LL Cool J a couple of times. I just think he eventually works his way to the front. I thought Major Fernco might have a bit of an early dip, but uh, Governor Dujon, he works his way to the front, and from there he holds them off. I thought that was probably a pretty good uh, exotic race to play Governor Dujon in front, and then Deus Ex, Ahoka Chopper, um, Jonah Jones, looking at that fence line as as the miners. So um, Governor Dujon, two in front of 189, if you're looking for the exotics. Okay, and your early thoughts on the quaddy tomorrow night. Manila Playboy is going to be the shorty in race six. That's the first leg of the treble. But the other legs look fairly open. Oh, yeah, certainly. And um, I think um, in that first leg, race five, there's two mares qualifiers tomorrow night, and this one's as wide open as you can get. I've got to get ready to rock on top without any great deal of confidence. Tough gate does have a pretty handy record uh, at at Albion Park, so you got that in her favour. She's got bling. It's worked her way back into a bit of form. Um, she's had plenty of, plenty of starts in recent weeks, but uh, that's the way she likes it, and she should be thereabouts. Sunny Rice, um, good mare from the gate. Um, probably can roll forward or even sit outside the speed and be hard to beat. And goal kicker, no, not suited from the gate, but um, certainly is racing well. So playing at wide, two, four, six, eight. And then two, into four. the second leg, yeah, definitely Manila Playboy won out. Um, his trials have been super. Uh, interesting, three three horses from the same broodmare all racing tomorrow night. Manila Playboy, Bangkok DJ, good chance, as his uh, Cheese and Kisses gets a good draw. But Manila Playboy, he'll be too good in that second leg. And like you say, probably Frank's his trip down south with, it, with a big win. OK, what about race seven? Another race for the mares over the mile. 
Yeah, tricky one. I thought Jeweler Peak certainly gets an opportunity to find the front and uh, and win one of these mares qualifiers. She likes to roll in front, just wasn't suited last time out. Uh, she had to sit parked. She gets to the front and they can just sort of slow it up a little bit. She'll certainly be in for the fight. I've marked Sweet Gemma on top. Um, yet to land a win at Albion Park. She's had eight goes. Gate 10 certainly no favours um, in this one. But uh, I, I thought the tempo might just be good enough for her and she might just have just enough of a class edge to overcome that. Um, throwing in number three, Nina Simone from the gate and four, he- Heavenly, Wisdom, Heavenly Wisdom hasn't been too far away. So play it wide, three, four, five, ten. Three, four, five, ten. And what's your thoughts on the open race eight? Yeah, I'm, I've got Will the Wizard on top. I thought uh, he finally, he's fresh. Um, he's first up here since the Lord Mayor's Cup. But um, I think you look. I've looked through his record. When he finds the front in a mile race at Albion Park, his record's 10 starts, 7 wins, couple of those sub-52 miles. Regardless of being fresh, I think he's good enough if that's... If he can get to the front, that is. I thought he, I thought he found the front. I didn't think "Let's catch me if you can" would be able to hold him out. And from there, he just uh, carves that sort of mile. They're all going to be chasing. But LL Cool J, the obvious danger, tough gate. But um, he's been in super form three in a row now, and really starting to take that next step. So two and six to bring it home. But I'm pretty keen on Will the Wizard taking them all the way. Okay, so you're keen on race eight, number two there. What about this Trotters free-for-all race nine? Over the mile, mobile start conditions. We rarely get these type of conditions, in particular for the open class horses. Track record's 55-1. Is it any sort of chance of being broken tomorrow night? I think it's a a big chance. I know we we talk about um, track records and whether they're in in danger, and quite often you, you sort of think, oh, you know, yeah, they may, but... You know, it's going to need conditions to suit. I think it's in big danger there tomorrow night, this one, Chris. So just the way the draws worked out, and it's a, um, it's one of the bonus stakes races, so it's worth a little bit extra. And um, I just think the way it profiles, I think it's going to be on all the way. And like you say, um, we don't get to see them over the mobile mile too often. And, and as a result, the, the main ones in the market have all got very limited exposure at the mobile mile. I've got Garland Green on top. Just think uh, he's probably just hit form at the right time. He's only got two wins um, at the mile. Sir Fahrenheit, he's had five starts over the mile, four starts over the mile, sorry. He's only won one of those. That was when he sat three fence and claimed the Group 2 Trotter Sprint five runs back. So Gate 7 makes it tough for him. Doug, at his best, he's super, and he gets the second-line options here where they actually plot their course from there, whether they come off early and, and who they try to get in behind. And then you've got Van Sank, the up-and-comer, um, suited at the mobile, although his um, mile record is pretty ordinary. So, um, But his recent form, good enough that if he gets to the front, he can certainly make them chase. So it's a it's a wide-open trot. Really looking forward to that. But Garland Green, for me, I just think his last start win, he was runner-up the start prior, um, gets the mobile conditions, and, and I think he's hitting form at the right time. OK, the first of 10 at 5.40. All your information via the dashboard at uh, Racing Queensland? Yeah, it's all up there. We've got the early quaddy, the quaddy. Uh, best bet being Saucy Dreams and a bit other. And driver to follow tomorrow night, I thought uh, Pete McMullen's got a good book. He's got Away We Go in the last. He drives Doug in race nine. Earlier on, Saucy Dreams. 
Um, Will the Wizard. Uh, who else has he got there? He's got uh, So Bob's Your Uncle. So certainly a, a good book of drives. She's got Bling, a good chance in that mass qualifier. So a good book tomorrow night for Pete McMullen. Okay, you can find that on the uh, RQ website, the dashboard, and it's all uh, all there for you for tomorrow night. Steve, news coming through this morning from RQ. Uh, further announcements in regards to the Winter Carnival, the Tab Constellations later this year. Marburg are going to host a feature day throughout the Carnival. And there's a new race for Queensland-trained horses only, three- and four-year-olds, and the winner of that race will be exempt from ballot for the Rising Sun. So... Plenty of good initiatives there for the locals coming up, and yeah. I'm led to believe more announcements next week as well. We might Big even track down David Chris. Brick. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So great to see them uh, coming to the party as well. So Redcliffe announced that they're... Their big cup goes up, uh, doubles in prize money, $100,000. Marburg comes to the table now. And uh, more announcements next week, so we might even track down David a brick from RQ just to talk uh, all things about the Tab Constellations because we're at the end of January now, so it's uh, time is ticking, you could say. And, uh, you know, I've been networking with a few people already from uh, down south and uh, also from New Zealand, so uh, there's plenty of great talent available. So it'll be great to mm. see them here uh, 